And now, on with the show. Shot down by DEA officers. Three kids here. One of them is missing. Find her. Please open the door. Please. From the director of La Femme Nikita. If you don't help me, I'll die tonight. I can feel it. An innocent girl with no one else to turn to. What exactly do you do for a living? Cleaner. You mean you're a hitman? Assassin. I need you to help me, Leon. I want to get those dirtbags who killed my brother. With someone to finally believe in. Change ankle. Remember that, Leon. I will. They're about to come face to face with the cop who's crossed the line. Bring me everyone. What do you mean everyone? Three tons of fat boy action. <laughs> I gotta start over. <laughs> no, go ahead. That's Keep it. going. That's all I got. That's it. No, I like that. Thrills, spills, <laughs> Oreo dust. <laughs> it's movie the podcast. It's not bad. Thanks. You sound like that guy, the, the grindhouse guy. Yeah, I try. That's not the bad. movie trailer. Oh, not the movie. Well, he was, yeah, he did. The, he did, the he did the movie those trailers. trailers. Yeah. Uh, Jim Kelly is Black Belt Jones too. The <laughs> tattoo connection of that thing. Let's watch that movie again. Yeah. Hi everybody. Hi. It's a uh, it's a, a three man banger because Gogs has some other securitous fucking uh, excuse. There was also an incident. Uh yeah. So uh, for everybody tuning in, well, you already clicked on the episode. You know what it is, but we didn't watch the Fifth Element this week, like we promised, which I was really excited to watch. We're going to watch. We are still going to watch it. It's not going to be like harsh times. <laughs> Mistakes have been made. Uh, but we are kicking off Oldman Winter. 
Um, with another Luc Besson movie. Oh yeah, he directed the fifth element. Holy shit! I totally. Oh, that's why I was so. <laughs> that's stuck why we on, kept getting so stuck up on Besson because I kept. I totally forgot. I kept he picking Besson movies element. instead of uh, instead of Oldman Gary movies. Gary, I totally. I that just right over my head. <laughs> Well, because he, he's produced and written so many friggin' movies, I forget Correct. the ones he actually directed. He's only directed, like, what, like, under ten? I'm not sure how many exactly. I think but... he directed this. Well, we watched Leon the Professional. Yeah. So he's directed this. He directed the fifth. He directed, like, one of those weird European taxi movies that never came out over he direct, here. I remember he directed this French movie I saw where it's like they install cameras in your house that can kill you. Ooh, like, I you like can that. kill them via the camera. Huh. I think it's called Kamikaze. Was it any good? Well, it was French. Yeah. It's I don't know, I watched it in my Hollywood video asshole phase. Oh, Is yeah. it called Camera Kill? <laughs> Camera Kill. Uh, Get ready. But he hasn't directed a lot. He's no. written a lot. You said he had like 50 credits? Like 64 writing credits, but he's got a lot of like... Story bars. Oh, what if uh, oh, the guy has a gun? <laughs> he wrote that movie Lockdown, which was like 25 minutes. Well, they got their... Okay. Ball suit off too. He's yeah. directed a bunch of stuff. Which you know, to be honest, I don't understand. No, because it seems like, like a real Harlan Ellison situation. Yeah, it was like derivative of like Escape from New York, <laughs> but like so many other movies are. Yeah. Like, like so what? Yeah, like, so is Escape from L.A. Nobody sued that guy. They should have. <laughs> that movie sucks. He's directed a bunch of stuff, but a lot of it's like music videos. Oh. Uh, Valerian, Lucy, The Family. Oh, that mob movie of Robert yeah. De Niro? Michelle Pfeiffer? They like get yeah. relocated to... Oh, God. That came out like a few years ago? Yeah, yeah like oh, three or four Jesus. years ago. I didn't know. It's a comedy. Did right? you know My yeah. Blue Heaven is also based on Henry Hill's book? Really? No Same idea. one that Goodfellas is based on? I love My Blue Heaven. Why, it's a great that movie is fantastic. That is a good movie. No, I had no idea. The Messenger? I don't know. Story of Joan of Arc? Oh, that movie's With not Milan bad. Dope so basically, My Blue Heaven is a sequel to Goodfellas because the whole thing takes place after he's like... Here I am living like a snook. That's crazy. I had yeah. no idea. That's it makes a, sense. That's a very good movie. <clears throat> um, Love it. So, so anyway, we watched uh, Leon the Professional. He punted. Next week, hopefully, if Goggs can, I don't know, figure out a way to get to the show. Yeah, and we're not whipping shit at each other the whole time. <laughs> it's going to be weird. Bruising. Yeah. It's going to be weird because it's going to be a split room, I have a feeling. Yeah. Or one of us is going to flip. Not a chance. What are you guys going to turn? Not, ooh, you never know. Ugh. <laughs> I might flip. Get that heel face turn. I might flip. You know, Alex, like, exuberance about it might just turn me. He might get real into it. Gog's exuberance is annoying. My exuberance is enlightening. Yeah, when you're excited Accurate. about something, it's, it's a big deal because no. you don't get excited about anything. Chris Tucker's going to show up and I'm going to be like, oh, God. Do you know how to use one of these? No, if he did that, it'd be fine. That's like the, one of the funniest Family the Guy jokes. ingredient is love. Ugh. <laughs> Isn't Frodo in that movie? Yeah. Or Bilbo. Bilbo. Yeah. Bilbo. Yeah. yeah. All right. Like five minutes of it. It's like Blade Runner for morons. <laughs> they had that same like noodle scene. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Blade Runner for dummies. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into what we watched. I don't think any of us watched anything. No, we're all sharpening our knives. Alex. I watched, Alex watched, I watched a couple. Alex. Oh, Alex. Three. Three. Three Way to save the show. Yeah, <laughs> one of cool. which I'm sure nobody watched. Ooh. It's called El Camino Christmas. What? <laughs> Is it about the car? It's got a bad car in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it, I'm not going to talk long about it. It's not a. It's How an did okay you watch movie. This? It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. Okay. <clears throat> it's it's a comedy. It's it's. It's funny. a comedy of sorts. <laughs> what is a Camino? It's, Is that an animal of some kind? I don't know. It's Spanish for the way. <laughs> Thought you'd have known that. 
sorry. It doesn't. I don't, it doesn't. I don't know because I googled it. <laughs> um, I thought you wrote an entire <laughs> self-help book. It's called I I I you to make more of a It's Kalasima the Sean story. Yeah, right. Sorry, Kalasima. Lastima means what a shame. Yeah, I got it from Bumblebee Man. <laughs> so this kid, he this guy goes back to his. <clears throat> The town where he, his father, his estranged father that he never met lives, to find him. And through a series of events and coincidences, he ends up taking a bunch of people hostage in a liquor store on Christmas. It's <laughs> not bad. No. It's, it, it's, it's anybody fine. in it? Yeah, Tim Allen's in it. Vincent, oh, Do- Vincent D'Onofrio's in it. Ooh. Is he doing something weird with his voice? Yeah. You know he is. <laughs> uh, Tim Allen, though. Who is our preeminent weird voice guy? Is it D'Onofrio or is it Forrest Whitaker? Because I feel like he's gone like, way off the deep end with weird voices. <laughs> I still feel like it's D'Onofrio, but like Forrest Whitaker almost wins just because of that fucking weird-ass accent and arrival. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck he was going for. <laughs> Am I South African or from Brooklyn or, like, Australian? I don't know what the fuck he was doing in that. It's got some funny parts. It's got some not funny parts. <laughs> the best parts are there's... Tim Allen the lead? No. Oh, okay. a, this kid is the lead. I don't know what his name is. I've never seen him Tim Allen's before. a fucking red belt. Really? Yeah. But Tim Allen is... He's He plays the kid's dad that he Tim never... Allen, like, tool time? Tim yeah. Allen? Yeah. Tim know. the tool man Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I killed Al. Tim the <laughs> drug runner to uh, yeah. Alan. Um the best scenes in the movie, the funniest scenes, Kurtwood Smith plays the the like sheriff. Who's that? The dad from that seventies show. Clarence Boddicker. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah. Bitches he, leave. <laughs> he plays the You uh, think you can fly. Oh, there's a Robocop joke in it. Oh about him. Did you say bitches leave? No. Oh. But uh <clears throat> He plays the like sh- the sheriff of the small town. Oh, I like that. And Dax Shepard plays a deputy. Ooh, ooh. He's fine. Like ooh. he's gotten better. Mm. What's the last thing you've seen Dax Shepard in? Let's go to prison. <sighs> no, I watched about fifteen minutes of that Chips movie. No, oh I didn't wow, see why? That. I don't know. I don't know, sir. <laughs> there's there's a there's a scene where Kerwood Smith goes behind the liquor store to try to like breach through the back, and Dax Shepard's at the front, and they. One of them starts shooting, mm-hmm. and they're shooting at each other through the liquor store, <laughs> through all the windows. That's kind of fun. It's, like, it's really funny. Like, shots fired, shots fired. <laughs> and he starts firing back at his them, <laughs> shooting at each other through a building. Does um, Santa Claus show up? No. No. Oh. What about Sandy Claus? He does. <laughs> Sandy Claus. Um, Is that you, Sandy so Claus? That was a movie. <laughs> Sounds like it. Oh, I watched. In it too. Ooh, she is in it. Yeah, she. Oh, out. you know what? What? If I would have seen it before the Mollies, she would have got a lion oh, camp because yeah. she's Ow. pregnant in it. Oh, oh shit! Pregnant Jessica Alba, almost as good as pregnant. Gotta Lady be careful because her baby ended up with herpes on the eyes. Oh, <laughs> <Whatever>. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Thank um, you, Derek Jeter. Um, Jessica Alba, you know, she, like, rebranded herself. She's made, like, millions because she, she makes this, like, mommy crap. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. organic, all Honest. natural. Yeah. Yeah, it's stuff. insane. You know, it's the diapers that don't have fluoride taste terrible. <laughs> it's not as good for your teeth. <laughs> Wouldn't uh, it be funny if she marketed diapers for, like, men that wore di- like Like, sexual deviants that wore diapers? No shame. No kink shame out <laughs> Like I'd wanted to corner the market. No king shame. Has you just called them. You just called half our listeners deviants. Has half any, our listeners wear diapers? Has anyone yeah. ever used the word deviant without the word sexual attached to it? No. Well, deviant art. 
Oh. Well, but that's all sensual, is that too. Is just a bunch of drawings of Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> fucking other Sonic the Hedgehogs? Well, now, now, it's a, now it's a bunch of Sonic the Hedgehogs and fur, Furiosas, or Furos... What's that word? Furiosas. Fursonas. Oh. Fursonas, thank you. All those Fursonas, like, shitting out uh, Tide Pods. Or that's like, like the new thing. What's the, I've seen, not to get a weird DeviantArt tangent, but I was on <laughs> some meme page, Why? and it was like... I guess there's some kind of fetish where th- these furry things are super pregnant? Yeah, oh yeah. Or like really fat? Yeah, fat. Fat, pregnant. <laughs> uh, there's one that like, they have real stinky diapers that they're full of poop. Like, it's <laughs> it's any kind of weird shit. Like, literal. Oh, Jessica Alba. Yeah. There's ones that have like enormous fat knees. Like, and I mean like, like, like their knees are like seven feet wide. I love all that stuff. It's great. It, it makes me laugh. And then there's Tide Pods, which is like the best meme ever. People eating Tide Pods. Why? Because it look like candy? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's funny. That's just a thing now. Like, everybody's yeah, just like talking kids, about... kids like eating Tide Pods because it, like, it looks like candy. No, that's a real thing. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and now it's become a meme where people are just like putting like... That was like a real thing. like thinning tide, out the herd. People tide are putting like to, uh... pasta sauce with like Tide Pods in <laughs> They had to, like, repackage the pods because the kids were getting into them. <laughs> they had to make it harder for kids to open up. Uh, <laughs> Tide pods. Um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Away from the next week. Next Sonic week in meme talk. I <laughs> uh, also watched... Oh, what's it called? Warcraft. Oh, I wanted to oh watch that. Oh, my you God. Why did you what watch was it? On? <laughs> what's it on? It's on Amazon. Freezos? Yeah. You don't want to watch Duncan that. Duncan Jones is Warcraft? That shit is... The movie TJ didn't know if it was a cartoon or not. I still don't know. <laughs> is it? I don't know. No, it's live action. No, I think it's cartoon. No. <laughs> it's live action. No. Yeah. Don't they CGI over people? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't think so. Look up Fat Knees. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. I think There's that they CGI'd that. over... Like, it's like roto- CGI rotoscoped. Hmm. I think. I don't know. I, I didn't, didn't catch that. Did you like it? No. Yeah, it's awful. It's, <laughs> I didn't like it at all. It's, I didn't think it was as bad as people said it was, but it's not good by any stretch. It's it's beautiful. It looks cool. It's absolutely gorgeous. Where's Duncan Jones? He's got a, a show coming out on Netflix that looks really good. Oh, yeah? It's like a cyberpunk thing, yeah. Oh. Anyway. I'm into that. Steampunk? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Sean's favorite. Wait, is, is it like an anthology show? or? A... I think it's just like a series. Oh, I'm into that. Because Moon was really good. Yeah. Source Code. Moon, I would say, is excellent. I still need to see Source Code. It's good. It's not as good as Moon. I love Moon. Have you seen Moon? No. Oh, watch so Moon, good. dude. But don't watch Moon, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm surfing on the moon. What did you think of uh, Warcraft? I was not good. Do you you don't How have any you don't have never, any affection for the I never games played or anything? Does anybody have like any other, affection other... for the lore of Warcraft? Oh, that thing? a lot oh, of yes. people do. Well, so when, I'm sorry. Go ahead. When guys came over to watch football on Sunday, I was telling him about it, and he went to the IMDb page reading the character list. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, it's got him and him." Yeah. And I'm like, "It's just a bunch of orcs, man. They all look the same." Yeah. Yeah, but like if you played. Specifically, World of Warcraft. Yeah. Like that's all about the I lore. For like an hour one time, it was yeah, just I'm, like go mash twelve rabbits. I didn't even know it had a story. Yeah, I'm not it. No, it's. I mean, it's a big deal. And like, I used to play the strategy games. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Like, the, well, originally the uh, it was supposed to be based off of. Um, you're supposed to make a video game out of. Is it Warhammer? Oh right. Yeah. But whoever owns the Warhammer stuff is like really persnickety game, about games it. Workshop about the. Uh, how people use their license, so they turned them down, 
And then they're like, fuck it, well, we'll just make our own ripoff of it. They've made like a gajillion dollars. Yeah, isn't that crazy to think about? It's crazy to think people are still playing a video game that came out like 2006. Yeah. Like, regularly. Well, Gogs used to lie to us, Alec he, and I. He would literally, we'd be going out. And this is like when we were in our 20s. Yeah, yeah like. So, 2006? Like, so it's still the same. Like. Well, no, we, <laughs> like don't, we don't go out anymore. 24, 25. <laughs> no, the lying part. But we, we, oh, yeah, that part's the same. We'd be going out, and he'd be like, nah, I gotta go to bed early. We'd get home at, like, midnight, one in the morning, yeah. he's still up playing Warcraft. Like, oh, yeah, to go to bed, huh? Now. Yeah, he now sucks. I'm on my way to the Super Bowl. <laughs> that guy sucks. Um, Is there anything redeeming about it besides how it looks? No. Because the movie made a shitload of money on Rorscher. And China. It's yeah. just, it's gore, like, it's one of the... Most beautiful movie that I've ever seen. I think it, like, its production budget was crazy and it's high. Not like, is it like stupid to the point of being fun or no? Not really. Is it like a King Arthur? It. So at some points it starts to head that way, and you're like, oh, maybe it'll be, maybe let's get real dumb with it. Yeah. But then it veers back towards trying to be serious Aww. again. Like it, like the the lead. I don't I don't know the names. I don't know the guy. I, I don't name know either. his name. The guy but like there's Dominic, some points where Dominic Cooper is in it. Oh. Yeah, Dominic Toby Kebble plays the lead orc. I love Toby Kebble. Wait, he is. He's the lead orc. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't realize. I was. So I was reading I his IMDb that he plays. I didn't know that movies. either. He's also Godzilla, I think, or King Kong, or one of the big. No, he's King Kong. Yeah, King Kong, Kong yeah. in anybody who's in, he's yeah. in it too. That's a movie that if we did a few more movies on our best of list, probably would have made mine. I really like that Honestly, movie a lot. Honestly, until you just mentioned it, I I would have made mine. I just totally yeah. forgot about it. I thought that movie was great. Did you ever see it? Yeah, Skull Island. So good. Thought it was good. Um, it, it just like there's a few points where the lead, the Boy. lead human, the lead man, <laughs> and he looks like he's, a Charlie Hunnam. That guy. I don't know his name. No. He's a better actor than Charlie Hunnam. Well, we yeah. need a Charlie Hunnam type. <laughs> but he like you. It, it seems like he's gonna start getting a little unhinged and go weird with it. Yeah. But then it veers back to just being like serious and deadpan and boring. I'm surprised they haven't tried to make a Witcher movie yet. They uh, did, they're making a Netflix show about it. Are they? Mm-hmm. They did squeeze in a human orc love. Well, the... the interspecies Oh, the chick love. from uh, Deja Vu. Remember Denzel Washington's girl yeah, who wasn't allowed to and kiss? Ghost yeah. Protes. She plays the orc. Yeah, yeah she's gorgeous. Uh, oh, she oh. plays the lead orc yeah. chick. What's her name? Paula... Paula Poundstone. No. <laughs> she's she's gorgeous. <laughs> ben Foster's in it? Yeah, he plays a wizard that he turns evil. Terrible. Ben Foster's got like a waterhead all of a sudden. He is. Ben Foster he is so bad in the movie. movie. Really? Like, yeah, he's he kind of like. I love the, Ben Foster. He's like the epitome of just collecting so, a paycheck, just showing up. You, you know how. Because he's is, usually doing something weird. So you know how we hate in movies when, like, you get introduced to a guy that's supposed to be a good guy, but he's clearly a bad guy because he acts like a bad guy the right. entire time, and then he turns bad, and you're supposed to be like, whoa! Yeah. That's exactly what Ben Foster does. He's like the most suspicious, evil-looking guy right. ever, and then he turns evil, and you're like, well, yeah. Yeah. I did... I, even though the other, the other wizard character was goofy, I liked his role. Yeah. But, like, the movie's not good. Dominic Cooper's the guy that plays Jesse Custer. Is that the yeah. same guy? Okay. He's also, he was uh, Tony Stark. Stark's dad, yeah. and he was in The Devil's Double, which is a title. That's that a I very good movie. I have such a hard time saying. Devil's Double. That movie's very good. He's a good actor. He's not good. What's the other he's movie? He's fine in Preacher, that's but based that off the same sucks. thing. What? Is there another movie that's based off the same source material as The Devil's Double? You're probably thinking of its alternative title, which is called, like, Tar Scene or something, but it's like they just changed the title. I it's called The Double. Oh, that's a different movie. Oh, okay. That's a movie with um, Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse, Jesse, I, I love that movie. Okay, that's a movie you should check oh, out. You were talking about that on the show yeah, a while, a while right? back. So that's like a the very alternate universe. 
thing? Yeah, yeah well, possibly. It's like a very 19, 1984 kind of movie. Where, like, so the idea, it's based on a Tchaikovsky story. Oh, shit, the guy from Into the Badlands is in it, too, in Warcraft. I like that show. Um, I don't think, I think he must be an orc. I don't oh, think okay. he, uh, I saw the first few episodes. I liked it a lot. Oh, I, just, I need I don't to get know, back into it. I don't know if the double is still on uh, Netflix, but it's great. So the idea is that, like it's it, like he literally uh, Jesse Eisenberg works in this kind of like everyman kind of office. Does like nothing. Everything's kind of this cold, sterile, yeah. like Dark City, nineteen eighty four kind of look. Fight Club office scene. Well, yeah, but like less sterile, oh, like okay. less like more like a lot not, of white. Or, like, browns and grays. Okay. Anyway, Beige. so what happens is, like, one day, like, a, a guy starts work that looks exactly like him. Yeah. And, like, he's, like, this uninteresting guy. Nobody pays him any attention. And then this other version of himself that literally looks exactly like him comes in. And it's this whole thing. I don't want to give too much away, okay. but it's a really cool... I'll check it out. It's a really cool movie. I liked it a lot. Uh, anything else, Alex? Sorry. Yes. I watched Life. I like that movie. That was the alien yeah, movie. Yeah, you said it was perfectly kind of serviceable. Like, I like that yes. movie until the very, very end. I agree with you. Like, Well, I think you can spoil it now. The movie's been out forever. Did you see it? Did not. It's not bad. So, it's a, the whole, it's very suspenseful. The whole movie's really oh, good. Oh, it's where Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't want to go back, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The whole movie's very good. And then it, gets to, it needs to either stop, like, five seconds earlier, yeah. or go a little bit further with what gotcha. happens. It's just... The end left me so down after what was a really good movie all the way through. Not down like depressing, down like what? Just like yeah, yeah like, like, like what are you end, doing? Well, it so, ends on like a tales from the crypt kind of yeah. moment. And it's just like mm, I thought this movie. So was I don't. Know. Are you are you gonna see it? Like I mean, it? I don't believe in like spoiling movies. So, so the the alien is it's like a Martian virus, not virus, but like cell that re. Yeah. Duplicates and it's stuff. It's like a murderous stem cell. Yeah, you told you gave the basic <clears throat> kind of yeah. plot. When it kills everybody in the space station except for Jake Gyllenhaal and some female scientist. I forget her name. Yeah. Well, it's um, a movie, so of course they have one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so the basically, whole- their plan is they're going to get the alien in an escape pod with Jake Gyllenhaal. He's just going to fly into deep space and yeah, kill it. He's going to sacrifice himself, yeah. like shoot or like, himself. Not off. kill it, but yeah. just go into deep space. Why can't they just never- put the thing in there and send it? Because it has to be s- manual. Because yeah. it would oh, automatically okay. revert to Earth. Gotcha. Because it's a life pod. Okay. Um. So, both life pods go. You see one going out to deep space. They like hit some debris. One goes to deep space. One goes to Earth. Yeah. Lands, and then they show that the one with him and the alien is the one that landed on Earth. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, why even show that? Right. Like, show the pod land and then, like, cut right before they show them. Just have, yeah, have the hatch open and then it cuts. Yeah. Like, do an inception. Yeah. It's kind of silly. Yeah. It's just like that, honestly, drugged the movie down for me. Like, the whole thing I thought was really good. And then that. I, and then they have a shot of her being flung into deep space just screaming. It's like, yeah, we get Which it. is like, oh, yeah. okay. I, I still think another part that I didn't care for is that, like, the whole time, so the, the creature, right? It's just this thing. It's, oh, it's not I, even, I wonder yeah. if you're gonna say what I <laughs> or gets a face or whatever. Yeah, at one point, oh, like it looks so at something dumb. in a pod, and it ha- it looks at one of the the crew members, yeah. and it basically has a face. And I'm like, why? The whole it was so cool up to that point that it was just like this weird thing. I really like that it guy. It looked almost yeah. like a like a like a butterfly yeah, kind no, of thing. No. It was really neat. And like, and then it had a face. I see. Like, I think they kind of underestimate what an audience wants when they do shit like that because. Not the same thing, but the design for the robots at Interstellar is so weird, but yeah. like it really sticks with you. Yeah, no, I get to see something strange. Like, and I think that 
for me anyway, like the fact that it didn't have a face made it more alien and yeah, more like scary. The alien and alien. And it's like, yeah, because there's at, at one point they're even saying like it doesn't hate us; it just yeah. it's trying to live. Right. But then they show the face, and it clearly has like a furrowed brow. And yeah, like, yeah. It's like, oh no, it hates you, and it wants to kill you just because. What's that guy's name that's in it? Uh, Carrie something, the Japanese guy. He's usually really good. He was. Good. I mean, he's not in it for very long. Oh, okay. Uh So, and the other thing is that people think that that's a, a backdoor Venom prequel because the the alien at the end looks like black is it a sony movie yeah oh wow i might be who knows but uh, just i found it i I, found the the last like two minutes disappointed me beyond belief after i agree a whole build-up of like suspense through the whole movie but i was like oh i still liked it overall wouldn't you did you did you still like the movie i still liked it i just people really cold on it yeah i liked it It has some really good guys zombie land wrote it that's really good uh death scenes deadpool Really? Yeah. Huh. I, I enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed it for the most part. Yeah. I, th- I agree, though. <laughs> that really bothers me. You could have cut it off. Like, just cut it off. Literally, two, two seconds three. earlier. Like, don't show him in the pod that it landed. Just it's the fucking... Uh, go to black. It might not be as good of a movie, but it's the 10 Cloverfield Lane problem. Yep, exactly. It's not as good as that. Yeah. That movie's great. Uh, anything else, Alan? <sighs> no. Sean. I don't think so. Uh, I watched. You want to talk about Akira for a little bit? Because I didn't get to talk about it really on the sure. last show. I love that movie. That movie's fucking excellent. It's really good. Yeah, like it's really? so. It's disturbing. Like the entire movie is very unsettling. Have you ever read the comics? I have not. I have all of them. You yeah. Because like the movie is kind of so. You know how we talked before about how uh, Wanted was written before. The, and, and Scott Pilgrim too, actually. Yeah. Was written before the comic was over. Yeah. That's the same, or the movie. Was no, written, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, I fumbled all over. Same with Kira. So like everybody, I know a lot of people that I knew because it was a movie I turned a lot of people onto when I was younger because I was like you know the nerd, and everybody's like, well, it doesn't make any sense. It just kind of ends. It's just like, well, yeah. And the reason it's like that is because the end of that movie is kind of the halfway point of right. the comic book. And they, I'm not saying like one's better than the other, like because they're they're almost it sounds like, like what you're saying. They're almost companion pieces. Yeah. Like I feel like you'll get more out of it. It's like Southland Tales in the graphic novels. Exactly like that. Um, but anyway, I, I I think that I mean the animation still holds up, yeah. and that movie came There's out in so what, much like, shit that like it gets lifted from that movie that you don't think about because it's you've seen it in everything. Yeah. Um, the music's really cool in that movie. <laughs> yeah, like uh, there's so many voices you recognize too, like Cam Clark. It's uh, voices Canada Leonardo. Yeah, he's Leonardo and uh, Liquid Snake. Yeah, yep. It's just such a good. It's really, really good. And I don't know how you'd make that into a live action movie. They're gonna try. Yeah, it. They're giving it to like it's Jordan Peele. Aren't they? It's gonna be bad. I didn't read something that was kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah, he was. I don't know if he's still attached. He was attached. For Do a you know while. why it's called Akira? No. I mean, I know you know the one character. Well, there's a character in the so. Go ahead. In the comic books, it, well, there's this, a, like a whole religious yeah. aspect to this. Story. Um, it's just like because it's such a common Japanese name for a kid. Oh, is that it right? makes it scary. It'd be like just call if you called the American movie like Timmy. Oh, okay. Or something. I but, didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Like so. Well, apparently too, it's like the the guy that wrote the comic book. Atomo. Yeah, Chris. it was kind of like um, when he wrote the movie too. Yeah, he was involved with. 
that's also that's also kind of the cool thing about a lot of I guess like, it's about like bigger animes. Kind of the reaction of being the generation after the one that the bomb got dropped on mm-hmm. and always feeling like that's gonna happen again, living kinda of in the shadow of that. Have you seen a lot of his other films, Atomos? No, I saw Steam Boy, I didn't care for it. That sucks. No. Yeah. Watch um, Memories. Okay. It's an anthology. It's three short movies. I think Is one of them a big like wooden robot? That was something that used to come on the sci-fi, remember? No, I know oh, okay. what you're talking about. I can't think of it. No, Memories is cool. It's like so it's like a space story. It's uh it's like a comedy story about yeah. this guy that eats this experimental drug and farts and it's going to kill all of Japan. <laughs> and then it's this last story that's again, it's weird that it's like um like 1984. It's about these two families that are involved in this war that has just been going on forever, yeah. unquestionable. It's like it's great. <laughs> and they're all like very short. I think each movie is like 15 20 minutes long yeah. but it's it's one piece okay. I highly recommend it Spriggan is also really cool that that movie came out in like the early 2000s and that's a Tomo messing around with like motion capturing in his animation yeah so like the, it's an action anime okay. and like the animation's really good but Atomo is like an incredible artist yeah and one of the like did he draw of, the comics also yeah okay. drew, drew it and wrote it He's kind of like, if you'd had to compare him to, like, an American counterpart, he's kind of like the Neil Adams of, like, manga, because okay. he's very influential with everything right. that came out after. I gotta read that Neil Adams Batman, that, like, bonkers... I have it around here somewhere. It's something else. <laughs> but yeah, Kira's great. Yeah. I, it's kind of a shame, because Atomo, for the longest time, said he was going to make a television show that was going to do, like, the rest of the story, right. and it just never happened. If anything, if they make an American version, that would be the thing to do. Yeah. Like, start after the big explosion. Start after fucking uh, Tetsuo has already gone weird and, yeah. like, just gross. That's what they say in the movies. Like, he's gone weird. <laughs> well, I mean, and that effect with his fucking, like, I don't even know, his weird, like, biomechanical just shit going yeah, everywhere. Like, I love Do you that. think that Tetsuo the Iron Man is a reference to Tetsuo? No. Okay. It came out beforehand. Oh, did it? Yeah, Tetsuo the Iron Man came out in '88. Okay. Um, but Tetsuo is just like Akira is a very common, common name. That's the reason oh, okay. that movie is called that too. Actually, strangely enough, um, there's a sequence in uh, in Akira that always like kind of blew me away, and it's when that laser comes down. Yeah. That like satellite laser, and it like there's no sound. It just like comes down and it like burns away all of Tetsuo. Yeah. Like it's so fucking cool. I, I remember. Have you ever seen Akira? No. I saw it's it. It's really good. I don't watch anime. But it's like, like my babysitter's like boyfriend like, had like, you know, every tape. So I remember watching it and the scene where he's in the hospital. Yeah. That terrified me. Like I was no That kind of, I don't know if it started. I'm not uh, scholarly enough in, in anime and manga. Or but anything. For, for me, like I feel like that was the beginning of like the trope that every anime had some kind of psych- kid with psychic powers. Yeah. Well, Japan's obsessed with psychic powers. They really? Like, their live action movies are like... Oh, the fucking ring out of nowhere. The cop that... The, 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 Jap- the Japanese... Are you talking about a... Uh, ring you. Oh, I thought you were talking about fucking um, dead, al- dead or Alive. Well, that has it too. <laughs> In the Japanese version of The Ring, right? Yeah. The, you've seen the American version, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So, out of nowhere, the guy that's investigating all the murders all of a sudden is like, oh yeah, I'm a psychic. <laughs> <laughs> and he remembers all this shit, and it's just like, wait, what? And it's unexplained. It's just like, yep, nope, nope, he's a psychic. Uh, anything else? Sean? No, I watched some of um, 
the toys that made us, which is cool. I watched the first episode. I thought it yeah. was very enjoyable. Yeah, I hope they make more of them, but it's just a documentary about toys. You watched any of that? No. It's pretty cool. They pick like one toy line. Like they did He Man, they did G.I. Joe. Star Wars. The guy that made G.I. Joe that pitched it, they said, okay, we'll either give you $50,000 and 1% of all the net profits for G.I. Joe in perpetuity, or we'll give you $100,000 cash. You know which one he took? $100,000. Oh, yep. Cost him about $32 million or some shit they figured. God. Well, that's just like, I mean, is every Toy Story like that? Because, like, that's nobody what, ever learns. That's like <laughs> what the, they take the annuity. It's right. like they, with the first episodes about Star Wars, they took, Lucasfilms took their pitch to make toys. This is before the first movie came out. To every toy company, they all turned them down. Yeah. Only Kenner, who was this little tiny toy company out of like. Ohio? Yeah, it's Ohio. Yeah. They were like, okay, we're going to do it. Think about all the. They said that, I think I don't remember the exact number, but you know the Star Wars films have made like seven billion dollars or some crazy high number. The toys have made double that. That's insane. Yeah. That is insane. Uh, But anyway, yeah, that I I need to to uh, get back into that. I watched, like I said, I watched the first episode and then I haven't watched any more. But they're and they're easily digestible. They're like an hour long. Hmm. Uh, Eagles. Uh, I just I didn't watch any movies. Oh. I, this is one of those weird weeks where it feels like we just did the show. I know we didn't, but no. with the holidays, well, like and stuff, I was like I said, I was like really ramped up to do this Fifth Element show because I figured that one's going to go long. Me too. I watched Blade Runner again. I'm not going to talk about 49. it. Yeah, I was excited. I got it. How was the experience? And we're back. <laughs> no, but uh, watching it at home and watching it in the theater, it was just, it was the same experience. Yeah. I love that fucking movie. I'm going to watch that movie a million more Is times. Is it still, like, way high up there on your list of all-time movies? It really, I mean, it's just so fucking good. I mean, I don't know. I have uh, I have a big thing for, for uh, love in that movie. Yeah. She is something else. Uh, but yeah, I, I really like that movie a lot. I watched... Is Dave Bautista the best part of the movie? <laughs> what the fuck? Fucking Goss. <laughs> like, I know a person's name. I mean, like, he's good. He was Ryan Gosling. He, he, he yeah. was fine. He was good. Movie. He's barely in it. Did you watch his little mini movie? Yeah, I watched all of them. I thought his was The good. only one I didn't watch was the one that the cowboy bloop bloop guy made. <laughs> I watched I watched all of them. <laughs> How was that one? Good. They're all yeah. good. I like them all. I thought the Jared Leto one was actually really good. His might have been the best one. Yeah. And I hate Jared Leto. I do. But he's great in that Luke movie. Luke Scott directed... Those, not Luke Scott, the baseball player. Who's Luke Scott? The Ridley Scott's son. Oh, really? Yeah, he directed all of them. I didn't know his son made films. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, I heard Luke Scott. I was like, wait, that baseball? <laughs> That's what he's he put up to. He's taking bets on he's going to have a higher batting average or strikeouts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was both around 200. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Though. Yeah, Blade he Run. still plays for Colorado, Does I think. It? Yeah. yeah. He, he was he in plays Tampa somewhere. for a little while. Yeah. And then he went to Colorado. Big old sideburns. Mashing home runs in the thin air. Yeah. Um, I watched, I watched all of the new season of Black Mirror. Uh, it is the I most... I still haven't seen the show at all. Don't start with the new season. Oof. Uh, so here's the thing, and I guess, like, going going with the disappointment of The Last Jedi, now, like, things that are really good now are just going to start disappointing me Are you like more Stan more. Marsh? Well, here's the thing, like... <laughs> I, I, I think Black Mirror was, was on the cusp of always doing this because, yeah. like, they went... Their first... Those first four seasons, or three seasons... Four seasons. Yeah, this or, is season four that just came out. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's three seasons then are really strong. Triglaces. And the other, the other reason. So El Camino. The first two seasons, the British seasons, there's only like six episodes in both of those. Yeah. So you didn't have a whole lot. You didn't right. have a chance to screw up yet. Somebody, I forget what it was, is like the buffest movie buffs or something. It's yeah. like all black mirrors, some guy getting high going, what if your mom ran on batteries? I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
That's what your mom ran on batteries, mate. But uh, those those three seasons are really strong, and and like now I don't know the the seasons are double the size, yeah. and it's just it feels like now they're kind of hitting like a formula that I don't like, and uh, like there's it's overall it's still really good. It makes but, you wonder how they made so many great episodes of the Twilight Zone when there's right? like nine million episodes of it. Well, the other thing about the the it's you know uh, it's funny how the Last Jedi keeps coming into my head but like remember how last week you talked about how a writer a writer director works sometimes yeah so Charlie Booker writes all of Black Mirror yeah one guy but I found out that he or that's what I thought I'm yeah. sorry I should preface that differently he has the story by credit in every episode okay but he gets somebody else usually to write the teleplay gotcha so I don't know this time like so usually I think what that does is helps the tone stay consistent yeah this season, there's like episodes that just feel really tonally off, and just like, like the last episode feels like a Tales from the Crypt episode, and I love Tales from the Crypt, but right. it's incongruent with what Black Mirror yeah. is. I will say that there's uh, Joe Hillcoat directs an episode. The guy that did uh, John a proposal? Hillcoat. Yeah. Oh, wow. He directs an episode called Crocodile, which I really like. Or yeah. no, I'm sorry. Uh, I think that's the title. Anyway, it's fucking. I didn't know it was him, yeah. and then by the end of the episode, when his name came up, I was like, oh, it makes sense, because it's the most nihilistic fucking thing you'll ever see. It's is like, it super violent? It is. Okay. It's like techno um, telltale heart. It's basically <laughs> this woman who keeps making bad decisions and has to murder people yeah. to like cover up her bad decision. It's it's fucking brutal. <laughs> and his name pops up, and I was like, oh. Okay. Jodie Foster directed one of them. And it's the worst episode of the entire season. Not just this season... The episode Jerry Foster directed is the worst episode of that show ever. Jesus. It feels like a fucking Lifetime movie. So here's the premise. Because it's it's like Twilight Zone. Everything yeah. has a premise. Well, everything has a premise. Well, I know, like, but... This show has a premise. Every... It's all um, single stories. Yeah. Each episode is its own self-contained yeah, yeah, story. Yeah. <clears throat> so the Jodie Foster episode is this woman who's overly protective of her child is offered this prototype... Uh, computer program, like an implant you put in your daughter's head, or your kid's head. Yeah. And you can see through their eyes and control the content that they see. So if they see, like, a violent image, you can hit a filter, and then it's, like, filtered yeah. out. So it's already, it's like, okay, I know where this is going, like, right away. Yeah. And it just, there's no second twist. And it's like, well, yeah, that's a terrible idea from Jump, and everyone's <sighs> see it. Right. And it just goes nowhere, and it, it just feels like a Lifetime movie. It's not good. Um, it's not bad because of her direction. It's just a very weak episode. Because the thing that's usually good about that show is that there's two twists. It's like a yeah. it's like a David Tell joke. There's there's always like the first step and right. then the second. And in a good episode of Black Mirror, they give you like this initial initial thing. You're like, oh, that's pretty clever. And then they go a little further, and you're yeah. like, that's even more clever. Like the first episode of this season, it starts out as the Star Trek parody. Right. That's really good. And then it gives you this twist on VR that I've never thought of before, and I think it's really fucking clever. And I don't know, should I spoil it? Is it a yeah, go on, I want to watch it. So the idea is that, so this computer programmer, he, he takes people's DNA and puts them into the virtual reality. Yeah. But when he does that, he creates a fucking life form in the virtual okay. reality. So, like, these are actual, like, when these people wake up in this virtual reality, they're, they're them. Right. They're like, that's a cool idea. Yeah, I never thought of that. They don't before. exist in the real world. Real They're world? still there, but they, it's They're like sentient. Exactly. Yeah. Like they have all their Sounds memories. Like an avatar. Right, but they they they're stuck there. Like it's like uh, they 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 can't do anything because they're inside of a fake computer program. 
And he are they doing this willingly or he no. just no like he so he's you're talking about like so I think we're getting hung up on so like the not the person that's wearing the VR but the people that are in the story with them are the ones that are the DNA got put in it that's right right so they're like the side characters yes okay. so the idea is that so this guy is so this guy the lead actor who lead show, boy the guy shows up in everything now he looks kind of like a fat Matt Damon he okay. was in um, fat Damon he was in he's been in movies that we've watched but he was in did you see The Master no oh it's a really good movie uh, anyway, Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, but he kind of looks like Philip Seymour Hoffman. He looks like a cross between Matt Damon and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Anyway, Philip Seymour Damon. So he's like, so the, in real life, this he's guy, the real Mr. Ripley. In real life, this guy is like the head designer, head programmer of like the most popular VR game in the yeah. world. Like it's like it's a like world, gamer, like a World of Warcraft type. Yeah, I never saw the movie, but yeah, but I never saw that movie, but yeah. I, well, that's what it was yeah. about, right? So anyway, so he, but he's like weird and he's antisocial and he can't. But in so he's got his whole separate program that he runs in his house that where he's basically Captain Kirk. Yeah. And he's taken all the people like his best friend who's the owner of the comp the co owner of the company who treats him like shit, who's like real cocksure, that yeah. kind of so in that in, in the Star Trek reality he's like this fucking nebbish, like he gets beat up on all the time and like and of course you find out later on if at first when you see it, you're like, Oh, he just created him that way because that's the way he wants to be dominant. But then you find out no, he's just basically beat in the virtual reality world. He's beaten this guy into submission because, like, he like he so he clones a copy of this guy's kid yeah. and murders this guy's kid in Jesus the in, like the Star Trek world. I mean, it's fucking dark. Yeah. And I, I was like, that's a really clever idea. I don't know. I I thought it was great. Yep. Child murder is a clever idea. T.J. Stamball. I always always a clever idea. So we talking Leon? What would you? What would you? What would you say the best part about child murder? It's easy. It's easy. It is easy. It is. <laughs> That's from South Park. A very old South Park reference. It's a great joke though. <laughs> the, wasn't that the fucking episode where like they said free hat? Yeah. But that, like they were advertising. The guy's name was Hat. Yeah, it was some child murderer named Hat, and they, they thought that they were protesting the free hat. <laughs> But they were really just advertising for a free hat yeah. or something. Anyway, uh, yeah, let's talk about Leon the Professional. Yeah, uh, Luke Besson. We watched the extended cut. I kind of wish we didn't because this is the first time I've actually watched the extended cut. Yeah. And um, the extra twenty-three minutes or so are unnecessary. Very unnecessary. Um, it's opposite of the Salt and Pepper album. Yep. Unvery necessary. <laughs> well, you two. Well, Sean, you hadn't seen it in a long time. I have not. You had never seen it. So, where do you want to start? <sighs> the guns. Should we give a like rundown of what this movie's about? It's very simple. Yeah. Have you seen Hannah? You've seen this. Hannah. Yeah. Really? Hannah's a better version of this. Oh. 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 No. No. It's not the same movie. Hannah I prefer. Like, Hannah is like a government no, project. I, know, I, know, I, know. I like Hannah though. Yeah, I, I think this is a wildly underrated movie. I fucks with some Hannah. <laughs> oh, by the way, weird Hannah connection. Joe Wright directed Hannah. He directed Darkest Hour, and he directed the episode of Black Mirror last season with BDH. Oh, which is also a great. The episode. little robot. No BDH. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Bryce Dallas that little Howard. Ball. <laughs> the little ball robot. Oh, BB-8. No, <laughs> pregnant BB-8. I will say the, one of the only jokes, maybe the only joke that worked on me in the Last Jedi was when the, the evil BB-8. The evil BB-8. That, I mean, it was so dumb, but it did the like cartoon, like the Simpsons thing, where it did like yeah. the close-up, where it's like I got squinty. I it love that. Did like the Jaws reverse zoom. Yeah. I there's one joke in there that landed for me. I, it, the, I, do you think you got him joke that was pretty funny. yeah and it was my buddy anthony saw the movie and he's like his first line of his email to me that was huge because he hated the movie he's like why were there so many fucking jokes <laughs> it's like yeah no jokes in this movie though no well well yeah gary oldman's kind of funny talk, oh so we picked this well you picked this movie i picked it i'm sorry this was this was my pick it's I, tj's pick i didn't get a pick last month it's a well, yeah because we did the mollies yeah. you picked equilibrium didn't you mm-hmm. picked what did i i thought you picked equilibrium that was my pick yeah i thought so yeah because oh, i never got a pick That's i picked the dark Knight. Oh, you had harsh t- well we almost got your pick. right sorry no <laughs> you get two picks this week <laughs> no it's okay wait what we'll just I'll hold pick for something else um, he won't be here anyway. Gary Oldman Dang. is not in this movie as much as I would like him to be. He would be in it more without that twenty minutes because it's proportionally, proportionally yes. but not. <laughs> he still wouldn't actually be in it more. I agree. The ratio yeah. of Oldman would improve. So let's talk about the movie real fast, just okay. very briefly. Okay, drugs. Yes. Kids getting murdered. Yes. Guns. Yes. Child assassin. Not that briefly. <laughs> uh. Leon is a weird French autistic hitman <laughs> that drinks milk every day yeah, and sleeps in a chair. Yeah, before I knew what autism was, when I saw this movie, I was just like, oh, he's French, and now did he reads is a little off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's... Is that, that intentional? Well, I mean, I think like his whole hinted at backstory is that he was like literally taken in by Danny Aiello mob guy. Like yeah. I think he was like a nobody, or... Or maybe, like, he got taken in after his parents got whacked by Aiello or something. But, like, he's kind of like a waterhead. Yeah, no, he's definitely off. Like, (laughs) he's not, he's not, well, he's like a, he's like a, like a uh, idiot savant, right? Because he's terrible. (laughs) Like an idiot savant for murder? Well, yeah, I mean, that's what he is, right? Because he's, like, not good at life. Like, he's a weirdo. (laughs) He sleeps sitting up. I mean, who knows? But, uh, so anyway, he's that. Uh, Natalie Portman is the daughter of a scumbag that got in with the wrong people slash 12 year old love interest yeah we'll it, talk about that in we'll, a bit. we'll get into that in a minute um, yeah we will um, and so Natalie Portman's scum scumbag dad crosses Gary Oldman who is a drug dealing DAA, DAA agent D- mad cause you're yeah. flagrant and Gary Oldman shotgun murders their entire her dad family. grandma from rounders <laughs> <laughs> That's what he looks like. Gary Oldman shotgun murders their entire family <laughs> while Natalie Portman is away. Natalie Portman comes back, sees all that shit, uh, shacks up with Leon, and then they have a budding love and tr- love relationship. Yeah. Uh, she wants to learn how to become a hitman like Leon. And a woman. And wants to be a real woman like we all do. <laughs> and uh, then that finally leads to a uh, eventual showdown with the DAA. 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 The da, and then uh, that's the movie, folks. So now we can get into the rest of the movie. Alec, talk about the rest of the movie. <laughs> this is a very good movie. You liked it? Yeah. I was worried you weren't gonna like it. I did like it. I, <clears throat> I really think that twenty minutes I was drug the movie down a bit. Bored for a lot of this movie. So I feel like the movie's three different 
sections. Yeah. You got the beginning until uh, Matilda gets with it, with uh, <laughs> gets no, with uh, Leon. He's right. Then you have about an hour of just nothing. Just like I guess it's supposed to be a relationship building between the two of them, but it does. Like there's some cool parts in there where he's like training her and she's shooting people with the paintball guns. Right. But until probably the last 30, 35 minutes when it gets when Gary Oldman gets back in the movie again, there's that middle just drag. Well, it to, takes to, again for to play ever. to play devil's advocate. I think that the middle parts important. He's literally putting on the devil's advocate. Pinball <laughs> game. Uh, pinball I think the it's a Simpson Simpsons <laughs> joke. Uh, I don't know. You play pinball. Uh, thing back, you let it go, and it hits the ball, and then you do the flippers. Well, that's what these are. No, no you no, do the ball what's flippers. This, what's this top thumb yeah. shit? What's going on the sides? Um, anyway. Anyway. No, I think the relationship... Well, me and Sean wanted to watch the theatrical cut, and you insisted on the director's like cut. An don't remember it like that, but... Uh, <laughs> so, I think... I think that smashed glass in the living room would prove different. I, uh... <laughs> I wish I had a window Sean there. needed four stitches. Um... No, I think the the middle part's important because that is like the whole of Leon's character, right? Like that's why he like wants to live at the end of the movie. No, and parts of it are important. Yeah, but it's also at some point the same thing happening over and over. With yeah, them. it feels really padded. Well, yeah, and again, I think like, I think that that that's the extended cut. So, but like, even the regular cut was what an hour. It's it's twenty 50, hour twenty fifty minutes, was the regular cut. It's twenty minutes. Short. This movie could have been an hour and a half. Yes, they could have sliced out yeah. twenty more minutes of I can't, their I, stuff, and you still would have got to the same point at the end. Yeah, seeing that he cared for her and didn't want to die. But and, Luke Besson yeah. really wanted to bang Natalie. <laughs> I mean, can we talk about? It is so real bad. Dis- it is distracting. It's yeah, it's tough. This I think this movie works a lot better, and you can arrive at almost the same thing if she's sixteen years old and yeah. not twelve. Yeah, no, sixteen's still bad. It's still bad. It's not as bad. But she is a she's child. a child in this. Yeah, and she's very scantily dressed and or dressed like a tart. It's yeah, it's rough. And you know she's laying it on super thick with him, and at no point does Leon go. Hey, you're a kid and I'm a man. Yeah. Or any variation man. of that. <laughs> I'm a you're man, a baby man. and I'm a man. <laughs> Can't do this. But it's all like I would be a bad lover, which is not something you want to say as a forty plus year old man to a twelve year old. <laughs> Whether I, it's factual but or see, not. I read that and I don't know, again, I'm probably defending this movie too much, but I read that as him just being such a weirdo, like he doesn't know what to do. I would agree with you if Luke Besson wasn't shooting half of it like a porno movie. Yeah, Luke. See, it's like, I, it's like I told you in the movie while we were watching the movie. I don't think that that Leon, the character, wants to have sex with Natalie Portman, but I do think Luke Besson wants to have sex with Natalie Portman. One hundo. And Sean, you read some fact that Luke Besson impregnated some fifteen-year-old. Yeah, he's married to. <laughs> some Ted Nugent shit. Like I, it, like it literally pulls me out of the movie because it's so fucking like tonally weird. Like you said, okay, let's just say either he's trying not to hurt her feelings, or he's just autistic, or he's just French, which right. potato potato. Same thing. Who knows? Right. French. But the way that it's shot. Sorry. It's shot so... It's gross the way he shoots her in this movie. He shoots her a lot from, like, the ass. 
Which is weird. Yeah. Like, or he's got her like in a tank top with no bra, which isn't something you would think about. Like that twelve year old's not wearing a bra, other than the fact that like it's really expressive the way he does yeah, it. Yeah, it's a little awkward. Yeah. Little. Yeah, it's a little awkward. But I will say that I don't. So at, at the core of its plot point, I don't have a problem with that because Natalie. Look, hear me out. Yeah. Natalie Portman. I was gonna agree with you, but go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, like young people fall in love with like teachers and, and stuff Natalie like that. Portman that makes has, sense. Like nothing. Like she's yeah. she's like I, I, the the brief little glimpse you get of her home life before family shotgun murdered <laughs> yeah. is terrible. So like, and, and they don't give a shit about her at all. Like the only time their dad pays any attention to her is to yell at her when he's not fucking her and stepmom like, in the bathroom, slap her with the most hysterical sound effect <laughs> ever, fully for some reason. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, I get that. Like, her finally having somebody that cares about her, like, and her taking it the wrong way. Like, right. that is believable. But, yeah, I agree that that the... What's around it is problematic. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, least. nobody really... Except for the hotel clerk, who doesn't get it until she tells him that we're lovers. Why does she do that? It's a problem with the movie I've always... I didn't quite understand. Like, did she just want to try to, like, push his buttons? Yeah, she, I think that she's just... Yeah. She's, she's a 12-year-old girl. She's a provocateur, as well, they would say, Luke Besson. That's actually yeah. a good point. She's 12 years old. Yeah. She's a shithead. Yeah. Right. Can we talk about how good she is in this movie, though? Jesus. Because I feel like she's this is her good. movie. Yeah. I feel like this is more... This movie would have been better suited called Matilda. Because I feel like yeah. it's... Ri- like, they already got a movie called Matilda, though. Nice. <laughs> Luke Leon is like almost ancillary to the I feel like Matilda is the lead his in performance I think maybe this is an unpopular pit is a little weak I kind of like it it's fine I don't know I like his performance in this. <laughs> but he's getting out acted by a 12 year old yeah but she's a really good actor she, but she's really good but when she has her scene with Gary Oldman it's such a great scene oh, because yeah. he's giving her the old don't out act me boy don't even try it yeah it's like one of those old like celebrity death match things like who would win a French actor or a really good 12 year old well, I, right. I think the other thing too is that I mean he's not really given a whole lot like he doesn't say his, his role is like not flashy he just doesn't have the kind of presence that she does I Nor mean, that Gary Oldman does. I agree with that, but I don't. I don't know. I think that's almost unfair for that character because both the Natalie Portman and Gary Oldman are both way more flashy than your. I face. still feel like he comes, even though like he's okay. Maybe this is a bad um, comparison, but in another movie we watched with an autistic hitman with uh, Ben Affleck, I feel like he carries that kind of weirdness with a bigger presence. Yeah, maybe so. That, yeah. Like he just and genre knows a guy I like. But I feel like he comes across sort of flat, yeah. and she's ah, come on here, big boy, like, and yeah. it's just it's it makes the pitch of their scenes together kind of weird. So I think that's why it works for me. That's why it works yeah. because I think if they were both like big, like character wise, it wouldn't work at all. No, but I mean, I don't know, like um, Tom Hardy in Mad Max. Like, yeah. he doesn't have a lot to do, but you still feel that. I mean, you're still com- a really I mean, good performance. On, you're comparing it to Tom Hardy. Yeah. Come on, get it. Come on. That's like, it's like comparing any comic book to watch. I'm saying it's bad. I just don't think it holds up to yeah. the rest of the movie. That's, that's a, fair com- a fair critique. Um, Alec, what do you think? I agree. With <laughs> <laughs> everything both of you just said. Oh, wow. Everything. Uh, I was sitting here thinking about doing a month of autistic movies called Augustistic. We can watch Drive. Ooh. Ooh. Autistic. Autistic. You, <laughs> you don't no. watch Drive? Ooh, 
the baby driver? Is he autistic in that? I've never seen him. He's got is he, tinnitus. Is he artistic? He's got tinnitus. No, he's got God, to sleep with the fan on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, can we talk about uh, the namesake of this month, Gary Oldman? Gary is, Oldman is fucking phenomenal in this movie. What do you think? Yep, he is batshit crazy, and it is awesome. He's a little Nicolas Cage in this movie at times, because it's just like, there's one point where he's getting talked to by, I guess, Internal Affairs. I was called them Infernal yeah. Affairs. But uh, it's like, I don't have time with this Mickey Mouse bullshit. And it's like so great. Like, I love it. I was just reading the IMDb trivia about it, and like, the scene with the Beethoven. Mm-hmm. Said they reshot that scene like six times with him improvising a whole different oh, story. That's awesome. Every yeah. time, and that's the one they settled on. With him screaming, was it bring everybody or get yeah. everybody? That, yeah, yeah. Like at yeah. first. Bring everybody! At first, he was just saying, saying the line over and over. Yeah. Yeah. And then he finally decided to scream it, and they're like, okay. Everyone! Yeah, that's, that's, that's what we're going with. You yeah. screaming so like a lunatic. Like he's. Gary I mean, he's Owens. one of the best actors like in the world. Oh. Gary Oldman's like he's delivery of the line "Death is whimsical" today is one of the, like the highlights of any movie for me. Can we, yeah, and uh, we can we talk about how hilarious the like fake white Rasta guy <laughs> is that works for the DEA apparently, yeah. whose name is Blood. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I love Gary Oldman in this movie. Like I think when I was younger and I saw this, you know, originally, I think his performance is what drove me through the whole thing. This is a movie direction wise where it's like. This movie where you can really see a lot of potential, but still see a lot of things like a young filmmaker does. Yeah, like there are some like amazing shots in it, specifically in Gary Oldman's Shotgun Rampage. Yeah, but there's also some really odd cuts and really harsh cuts. Yeah, well, I mean, Luke Besson becomes a filmmaker later on in life that isn't really he doesn't really care a lot about like the technical stuff. He yeah, and it shows. Yeah, um, but I mean, there's some great shot like the, in the very beginning when. Uh, you see Leon go after his first target. Yeah, and he comes and out of the shadow. That's so yeah. cool. There's a, one of my favorite shots in it um, when she's ringing Leon's doorbell and like it's all in darkness yeah. and she's scared and something. And just when he opens the door and the light from the back window, I don't know if that was intentional. I hope it was because it was just the daylight. Right. Just kind of like slowly shows her face and like immediately she lightens up because she knows she's not going to get murked in the right. hallway. It's such a great shot. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good shots. And the the trailing shot, the tracking shot at the very end. Yeah. And it's not over directed. No. A lot of montages in this movie. Directed. It's just regular ass directed. Already directed. Already directed. Anything else you want to talk about? I don't like the ending a whole lot. Her going back to that. No, I kind of just want Gary Oldman to just win. I feel like that's where the movie's going. Well, she can still get away, but not to get blowed up. Yeah. Can we get away, too? Yeah, he just keeps going on business as usual because he's been doing it forever. I would have rather her just... I would have rather the movie just ended with Matilda talking to Danny Aiello. Here's, I didn't here's, need the, her to go yeah, to the... Here's how I would have ended it. He does that. He gets away with it. She goes to the school. And it's like, oh, your father's here. Oh, yeah. And you turn around and it's Gary Oldman. Hello, yeah. boys. <laughs> Hello, girls. Hello. Hello, Hello, ladies. It's me, Gary Oldman. At her weird all-ages school where they're smoking on the porch. Yeah, Yeah, that whole coda can go, really. uh, I don't need the coda. I agree with that. Alec, anything? Any thoughts? I like uh, about codas. You agree with codas? (laughs) Codas? What about KOTOR? What about Koto Ibushi? You like him? He's good. Uh, Yeah, he's great. He's wrestling, uh... Who's he wrestling? Somebody good. Me! No. (laughs) You're good. I gotta get to Japan. 
<laughs> or as they now. call it there, Nippon. That's right. Better leave now. Wrestling takes like forty eight hours to get yeah. there. He's wrestling somebody good on. on Isn't Thursday. Jericho wrestling Kenny Omega? Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Their their angle's been nuts. If you don't want to come over Friday? I can watch it. I like uh, the morning. No, it, it'll be on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thursday morning. So. Hmm. One thing I liked in this, <clears throat> and it's a small part. But when they're going like door to door training her, yeah, I love, and that. they yeah. they they knock on the door, open the door with a deadbolt and or with the, uh, the slide the slide yeah. chain, yeah. and he just shoves the bolt cutters in, cuts them, kicks the door open, and leads the guy, has the guy follow him with the gun in his mouth. That is a great scene. Yeah. Like like if this gun leaves your mouth, I pull the trigger. And then they're just using that guy as fucking target practice for Matilda. Uh, yeah, which she, is he's literally the guy's literally like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And then he gets shot. They're arguing, and he's just standing there like, "Somebody would kill me or what?" Well, at one point, I, I was so hoping because I didn't remember that like he would clip somebody's lip off with that. Oh right, they're opening the door. There's a part where that guy that's getting shot at target practice is like, "Sir, yeah. sir," <laughs> which I don't know, it's just funny to me. So but that left. scene where the stepmother gets it in the bathtub is. Because it's all the bubbles and then the shotgun blast yeah. and they cut to behind it and it's leaking out. Oh, it's that's, so good. It's awesome. Mm. What happened to Luke Besson? Find out next week when we watch Valerian. That's <laughs> over the fifth element. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I like this movie a lot. I guess anything else before we get into Five Knuckle Shuffle? No. Gog sucks. That's what I want to say. Gog's revival isn't cool. It's stupid. <laughs> That ska sucks, but uh, I wonder what uh, what excuse God will have next week. Yeah. Uh, man, uh, do I sound bitter? Uh, Alec, five knuckle shot. Seven. Mm-hmm. That's a fair score. Seven. I like this movie. It's not perfect. It's not great, but it's very good. Um, yeah. a lot of good things in it. It just honestly, it's too long. If we watched the director's cut, it might have been an, or the regular cut, it might have been an eight. Yeah. I could see that. Just too much extra fat left in the middle. Yeah. I agree with that. Nobody likes a soggy metal. So a seven. Well, yeah. Some of the people we, we got seven. soggy metals. <laughs> All of us have yeah, soggy metals. Everything else. Sean. Um. Ooh. Uh-oh. Oh. Five. Ooh. Five. Oh, my wow. God. Maybe if we saw the other cut, it's different, but... A five? Anytime Gary Oldman is not in this movie, I'm almost wholly disinterested. Wow. It's it's too long. And honestly, like I told you, the, the love story between the two of them, I just can't process. Like, it, just, it takes me out of the movie too much. I mean, it's leaned in way too heavily. We all had child brides. <laughs> we have? Oh, five, huh? Yeah. Well, I got a stupidest opinion for next year. <laughs> There's some great shots and like starting <laughs> early. Gary Oldman's amazing, and uh, she gives one of the best performances by a kid you're ever gonna see. But it's just, it just doesn't work for me. Like, the majority of the movie doesn't work for me. All right. Well, just remember that Gogs isn't always a stupid. <laughs> Um, Alright, so that leaves me. TJ! Uh, I give this movie an 8. Hmm. I really enjoyed this movie a lot. What would it have been if we watched the theatrical cut? Probably a 9. I, I think it's funny, we're all give, we all put a one-point bump if we watch the it shorter version. It moves a lot better. It might, I'd have to, the part in the middle really drags. I really want to watch the, the other cut, because maybe I'll like it a lot better, but it's just like, between yeah. the... the <laughs> the pederastry and the how long it is, it kind of. Bleh. Yeah, I can see that. I really like the movie, though. I think that 
Natalie Portman is fantastic in this movie. Like, you can just tell she's a star, yeah. like, right away. It's just like, wow. Like, she has so much presence for, like, a goddamn child in this movie. Like, I can't think of any other kid actor that was this good in anything. Not that I, I mean, I can't even think of anybody close. I was that kid from The Phantom Menace. Jake Lloyd. He was Are great. you an angel? I heard them talk about angels at the space station. Are you an angel? My dad's Turbo Man. Or Chop Chowder. Different movie. Now this is pod reason. I'm a person and my name's oh. Anakin. Can we just do line readings of all the Anakin lines? Um, no, she's great. Uh, Gary Oldman steals the show. I, I was I was telling it to you guys. He steals your blow. Nice. <laughs> Sound to you guys like during the movie, but when I was younger, when this came out, I was always like Gary Oldman should play the Joker because yeah. I feel like he's got that weird like calm and reserved yeah. one second, then that shoes. scene where the old lady comes out is like, what is going on? Oh, that's the best fucking scene. <laughs> and like he's like the, the uh, fucking Gary Oldman's partners like go back inside, yeah. and he's like, and Gary G- Gary Oldman's just standing there staring at her. The next thing you hear is a gun go off, like blows right past her head, and he's like. He said, go the fucking side! Oh my god, so good. Um, I like the gun battles in this movie. I think they're, like, great and kind of understated, yeah. like, the shootouts. I, Sound effects are a little bad. They're a little wonky, yeah. but, you know, it's that's also Early kind of, 90s, they kind of the product of the didn't time. They didn't have sounds. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have sounds. They just had a guy that just had Michael Winslow with a boom mic. <laughs> this movie's also, like, super cheap. Like, I guarantee this movie costs, like, probably less than $10 million. Playing tape recordings of gunshots is so expensive. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, you know, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, but I really like the movie. It gets an 8. Uh, this is a uh, this is this is a TJ classic. I've owned this movie in some iteration for a very long time, so it still, still, still works on me. I wish that uh, Jean Reno was in better movies, because, like, after, yeah, this, too. after this, he's in, like, nothing. So does he. <laughs> He might be. In, I don't even know if he's in like a lot of French movies. I don't really watch a lot of French movies. You should watch besides more French that movies. Uh, fucking uh, Amelie. Yeah, Amelie. I like Amelie. He's not in that. Does he try to fuck a child in that? No, no one fucks any children in Amelie. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. So next week, possibly the Fifth Element if Gog shows up, but who knows? It's up in the air. Yeah, it's out of our hands. It's in, it's in Gog's hands now. We have to put our faith in Gog's hands. <laughs> uh, yep. Alright. Lube up boys, mole bed. Lube up those boys. Consensual boys. Consensual, age-appropriate boys. Yes. Not like Luke Basson boys. No. Ooh, we could, that's a good, like, wrestling name. The Luke Basson boys. <laughs> Hello, who is this? Is it's Brian Singer. Oh, we didn't do the we didn't do any bad French impressions. Ah, oh, we ruined it. Well, we got a whole we got a whole, we got a whole month. We'll, we'll figure it out. All right, everybody. See you later. Bye bye. <laughs>